Grab a coffee, smoothie, or cocktail, whatever you're feeling that's legal, and let's delve into the millennial state of mind. What's up, millennials, and welcome back to the Millennial State of Mind podcast. It's your girl, Sierra. Today, I'm recording, and it's Christmas Eve, and I'm just really excited for tomorrow, the being that it's Christmas. So, I'm trying to get into the official Christmas spirit, given that I have less than 24 hours to do so. And previously, the last couple of days, I've been getting some last-minute gifts from my loved ones and friends, and I already wrapped my presents and everything, so I caught up. I was a little bit behind on the whole Christmas gift-getting, but yeah, I'm already done. I'm all set for tomorrow. And, you know, this Christmas season has felt a little bit strange, to be honest. I'm used to being able to, like, freely shop and go to Christmas parties and visit Christmas-related places and activities and do all the fun things that usually are associated with Christmas. And things have been a little bit slower than usual, but I'm trying to take it in stride. It's interesting because as I get older, I know less and less of what I want for Christmas. Like, I'm lucky that I still have parents and friends and stuff that want to get me gifts and whatnot, but I feel like I buy more of the stuff for myself now, so I don't really need to ask for it. But hey, I deserve a little something after the year we've had right and i've been trying to get into the habit of getting good and meaningful gifts for family members and friends like i said as i get older like getting the gifts it's still nice but it isn't as nice as it used to be like the whole excitement and things like that but really more of the excitement comes for me now with like searching for great gifts and giving good gifts to people and like seeing how they react when i uh, give it to them but again if my family or friends are listening to this right now which it'll be after christmas once i post this it's okay to still give me gifts you know birthday all that other holidays are coming up feel free to still give me gifts anyways like I said, uh, this episode will be up after Christmas. So if you celebrate Christmas, what gifts did you receive? And if you don't celebrate Christmas, what other holidays are you celebrating or have you celebrated this month? I know Kwanzaa, Hanukkah, Diwali, all around this time of year. No matter what you're celebrating or how you're celebrating, happy holidays. I'd love to hear how you're spending this time. So head over to the Millennial State of Mind podcast at Millennial SOM podcast to share under our post for episode three. I love to hear from you and see what you guys have been up to. And while I'm saying all this and trying to be super excited and ready for Christmas, I understand that this year looks super different than most other years. And like I said, while I started off trying to be all excited, I kind of alluded to how else I've been feeling during this time. It's just a really interesting Christmas 2020. Like so many things this year, it just looks different and it's not the same to what I'm used to. I'm used to going home for like Christmas Eve and stuff and waking up in the morning in my childhood bedroom to Christmas breakfast. And then we'd spend part of the morning changing gifts, baking whatever dishes we were going to bring over to our big family Christmas get together and getting ready for all the festivities later in the day. And we usually would wear a new nice outfit that we got for Christmas and prepare to head over to one of my extended family members' houses and we'd meet up with everyone. And I would visit a couple of friends to exchange gifts and spend some time with them before either going to my family's house or take a break from the long visit at my family's house and make a temporary stop at like a friend's house or something like that. Long story short, all of this hustle and bustle will not be happening this year at all. None of that hustle and bustle from here to there, going from house to house. I can't risk obviously my family and my friend's safety and it's just obviously, you know, what we have to sacrifice for this year given everything going on. So I will be going home just to visit my parents and I will be doing a Zoom call with the rest of my family and friends. It'll be different and not like most Christmases past, but I'm grateful for a family home to return to and the health and well-being of my family, friends, and myself. And like I 
said, keeping it very small. <laughs> it will just be myself and my parents. So I've been trying to quarantine as much as I can at home to just make sure that I'm safe before I do go back home. And I'm so happy that I get to see everyone on Christmas, even if it is virtually. But that being said, though, I know that this time, even while not in a pandemic, can already be extremely stressful and difficult for some people. And I know that the pandemic may complicate all of this for everyone. So if you aren't able to see the people you love in person, if you have to spend the holidays alone or without that special person in your life, please know that you are not alone. There are so many people this year doing the same thing. And while it's unfortunate and hard, it is important to recognize the positive things in your life and to focus on the things that you can do to try to enjoy this holiday in some manner. And while it's really unfortunate and difficult, it's important to recognize the positive things in your life and to try to focus on the things that you can do to try to enjoy this holiday and, you know, the rest of the year. So whether it's FaceTiming or Zooming some friends or family, making your favorite holiday dish yourself this year, or at least trying to, having a major self-care day to just do all the home health and beauty treatments that your heart desires, do it. If it's sleeping in all day and watching movies and that's your vibe, do it. Plan to do some random hobby that you haven't had time to do or have never done, like start writing a book, journal, knit, make a craft, learn something new from a YouTube video, literally anything. But spend the day the way you want to and try to make the most of it. I realize that this is a lot easier said than done, especially, you know, depending on your circumstances and what you're going through. But even if this Christmas isn't what you wanted or envisioned, you still made it to this day and you deserve to celebrate it in some fashion. If you're sitting here listening to this podcast and you have something to be thankful for, you have yourself, you have your health and your mind, preserve it in the best way that you can during these difficult and trying times and try to find some joy. Because happiness can be fleeting, but joy is a state of mind. Gratitude is a state of mind. These might be some difficult state of minds to actually get into sometimes, but you owe it to yourself to try. You owe it to your loved ones to try because we're all going to make it out of these days and into something better. All right, so I'm kind of full of new segments today, so I'm going to be sharing a quote for each new episode for inspiration, motivation, or just life lessons in general. So here's today's quote. Attitude is a choice. Happiness is a choice. Optimism is a choice. Kindness is a choice. Giving is a choice. Respect is a choice. Whatever choice you make, makes you choose wisely. That's from Roy T. Bennett, an author. This kind of leads us into today's topic of sad or seasonal affective disorder or seasonal depression. As I mentioned earlier in this episode, the holidays can be a trying time for some folks. And for others, especially those who live in cold temperatures like me, just the mere fact that it's freezing, dark, and cloudy all day can lead to a bit of sadness and depressed feelings throughout this time. I think sad is a really important topic that people don't talk about very often. And it's something that may last for a few months, especially once, you know, it's dark and the days are shorter and it just it isn't as great of you know an experience as when it's nice and sunny outside you think oh once the sun comes out and the weather is warm like I'll get through this and you kind of forget how you might have felt during that time but I think it's really important to acknowledge your feelings and and to try to use tips and tricks that will help you get through this difficult time if it is difficult for you so today I'm going to be sharing my tips for dealing with it whether you're a student in college or working from home and feeling like you're just going through the motions like the quote said how we feel is a choice and that's not to say oh it's easy to just switch on and off your emotions because it is not. What I'm saying is that we cannot always succumb to our emotions, which again, I realize is easier said than done. It's not easy and it takes time to master. And you may even slip up and go back to your unhealthy ways, you know, being less productive, whatever that might be for you. Uh, But that is okay and it's part of the human experience. We aren't perfect and sometimes feeding into our emotions can be helpful, but that's not what we're focusing on today. Today, we're focusing on how to better manage that so that we can still be productive and embrace our good days so we can get to the nice sunny days and where we feel good and you know, you can overcome this hurdle, an obstacle, if it is one for you. All right, as usual, I have about 10 tips for you, and we're just going to kind of run through them. 
again, these are just my ideas and things that have helped me or things that I want to try to implement into my regimen just to like overcome those sad days, you know, during the winter. But I'd love to hear from you guys if you guys have any better tips or tricks and things and feedback you want to share with me. Again, head over to our podcast Instagram at Millennial SOM Podcast to share some of your thoughts and what you've been doing to try to get through this time or what you've done in years past. All right, so my first tip is to recognize how you feel. This sounds super simple, sounds super easy like Sierra what do you mean recognize how you feel obviously I'm going to recognize how I feel because I'm feeling it well let me tell you there have been times where you kind of just go through the motions you don't even really realize something's wrong and you're just trying to get through each day at a time and you get really busy and sucked into what you're doing like whether that's school and you're super busy trying to do that or it's work I've kind of felt myself falling into this trap where it's like I'm just trying to dedicate my energy towards something and everything else is kind of a blur at the time and I don't really realize how I'm feeling inside. I just want to get the result that I want, whether it's for school or for work. And so that's why I say recognize how you feel. Take some time to step back and just assess how you're feeling. You might be perfectly fine or you might figure out, hey, I'm kind of sad or I'm not feeling the best or I'm a little down, a little bit lower than I usually am. And it's okay to feel like that and it's okay, you know, to just take some time to recognize that in yourself. It doesn't mean that it's a fault. It just means that you've kind of been ignoring something in your life and you need to come back and realize what you've been ignoring. So my second tip relates to this. It's to journal, write out your thoughts. So the best way I feel like to kind of express myself, and this might be different obviously for everyone else, uh, is to kind of just write down my thoughts. Literally, if it's just bullet points of like how I felt, if it's me just recollecting some random story or happenstance from the day, like it doesn't matter. Just write out how you feel. Um, If you're feeling super happy, what makes you happy? If you're feeling kind of down, what makes you down? Like it's just important to recognize those things and write them out. And you don't have to like keep it in a journal if you don't want to. If you want to just crumple it up and throw it away, that's fine but you have to like let out those feelings and let out those thoughts and things like that because if you keep them bottled up it can really be a hard experience once they all kind of like flood in all at the same time and why I say that you could throw them away and things like that sometimes it's hard to kind of like hold on to those things and for some people it might be you know writing it down might be helpful but like keeping it in a journal feels like you're holding on to those things and when you go back to that journal you might not want to read it different strokes for different people you might want to throw it away or you might want to keep it My next tip is to call a friend or a person that you trust to talk it out. So depending on what's got you down, it might be kind of helpful just to talk it out with somebody. And I always recommend talking to someone that you actually trust. Don't just like tell some random person. I mean, unless you meet some like old wise man (laughs) on the street and he's like super knowledgeable and gives you a different perspective. could be helpful, you know, if that does ever happen. I recommend talking to someone that you trust, someone that knows you well, someone that has your best interests in mind because if you're already down, like you don't want to be talking to like that person. You don't really trust them. You don't really like know them that well or you feel like they might be a little shady sometimes. I mean, I'm not trying to call anybody out, but just saying. <laughs> I always recommend calling someone that you trust and that you know. Anyways, reason why you would want to do this, obviously, talk it out. You want to express how you're feeling and journaling might not work for everybody. Sometimes some people are just better at talking things out. They want to clear their head. You just want someone to listen to you and sometimes you might want feedback from them. I'm kind of the person that if I'm like annoyed, frustrated, I just want to talk it out. I don't want someone to give me feedback and tell me what to do yet. You know, I kind of just need to like let all my feelings out and then once I've processed them, I'm good if you want to give me some like tips and tricks and stuff. So I understand 
if that's kind of your vibe and you're like this podcast is telling me what to do i'm not trying to tell you what to do just trying to be there trying to give you those tips after you've kind of like let it some of that steam go and you're ready to kind of move on and figure out what to do to move on all right my fourth tip is to drink water and try to eat healthy this sounds cliche and dumb but it's not if you're feeling kind of down and especially with seasonal depression you know you kind of start to skip things that are important in your daily regimen that you would always normally do but you're kind of down you're kind of sluggish you're not feeling like doing anything and so that's why i put this tip in here because you need to drink water and you need to try to eat something healthy it's so easy to just miss out on your glasses of water it's really easy to pick up that bag of chips or whatever like your comfort food and totally ignore the fact that you need to eat healthy and this is not to say something about like losing weight or trying to like look the best or whatever that you like want to look i mean if that's your goal definitely do that but this is just to say like what you put in is what you get out so if you're gonna eat like crap you're gonna feel like crap so you might as well eat something better healthy relatively healthy so that you can feel a little bit better i've noticed that like drinking water eating healthy does affect my mood and i'm pretty sure that works like that for most people so like i said what you put in is what you get out so that's why i recommend drinking water and trying to eat something a little bit healthy even though you might really really want that ice cream you know if you've had it for four days in a row maybe just take a break tonight try something different (laughs) eat that piece of fruit instead just saying (laughs) my next tip is similar it's to work out again the goal of this is not to talk about like losing weight or managing weight again if that's your goal that's perfectly fine the reason why that i recommend this is because working out getting your body moving just makes you feel better again it's the whole what you put in is what you get out of it and right now it's super hard to go to a gym and work out you know there's so many restrictions and things going on obviously you know valid reasons um for your safety and things like that but working out if you're used to doing that and now you can't do it anymore or you know you're kind of like on a workout regimen but not really and you're just cooped up all day inside like it's gonna have an impact on you and your mood so that's why i recommend working out gets your endorphins up it gets you moving gets you feeling better you break a sweat and you just feel better after like it's just something about it and i promise you like you'll feel better even if you're feeling down and even if it's just following along with the youtube video like there are some good youtube videos out there there's this girl named mad fit i've been trying to do some of her full body workouts they're so good and they're like 10 15 minutes you think oh that's not gonna really affect me like girl no (laughs) like she (laughs) puts in a lot in each video and along with working out yoga can be a good workout too i like doing yoga with adrian on youtube it's just a really nice like way to kind of like get a little bit of workout in but you're also stretching and getting into yoga practice and learning how to kind of calm your mind it's kind of one of my favorite things that i've done during quarantine um so i definitely recommend implementing that with your workout if you'd like my sixth tip is to have a self-care day it's real easy since we have been experiencing the pandemic for months and months and months now that you kind of let yourself go like the certain things that you would always try to do and have done you've kind of like slacked on whether it's like your nails or your eyebrows or something like that like things that you would go to have someone do them for you you might have been slacking on and like maybe in the beginning of the pandemic you're like oh let me order all this stuff from amazon so i can do my nails at home and i can do xyz treatment at home how long have you been keeping up with that (laughs) just wondering i just recommend if you haven't kept up with it to like do something that you've been kind of neglecting about yourself if it is doing your nails if it is doing your eyebrows if it's if it's trying to learn some new makeup trick and watching some tutorial and figuring out like what looks good on your face revamp your makeup game and step it up a little bit whatever it is that you feel you need to take some time to do that for yourself if it's making your favorite food if it's making your favorite dessert drink whatever just do something that you haven't been doing and you need to give yourself time to do that also another thing that i consider self-care is to put yourself out there as far as if there's something that you've been neglecting like applying to a job or internship or some type of program or being coming involved in some type of club and it takes an app 
application, that's self-care. To put yourself out there and to set yourself up for something in the future, it might not be fun necessarily to pull together a whole application, but you're doing something for yourself that will benefit you. So even if in that moment, something that you don't necessarily want to do, if you know it's going to benefit you in the long run, why not try it out? But it could be something applying to a new job, starting a new hobby, doing something fun that you just want to do, or something constructive that you know will benefit you in the long term, that's a version of self-care. And that's something that we owe ourselves, especially if we're kind of feeling down or not feeling like ourselves. We can try to set ourselves up for success, even though it might take a while to get there. You might just be laying the groundwork in order to get where you want to go. Okay, so my next tip is to express yourself. And I've said this multiple times in my couple other episodes. And so if you're interested in listening more to me, go ahead and check out my other podcast episodes wherever you listen to podcasts at. I have about two episodes out right now talking about how to get over the quarantine slump and then also how to work from home and how to go to school from home and still be successful. Anyways, like I said, my seventh tip is to express yourself. And by this, I mean to do what you love, whatever it is, just do it. Paint, draw, read, write, play your instrument, that you know you've been letting collect dust like me you know I used to play the saxophone it's been collecting dust for a few years now and even though you know I might only play it once <laughs> every blue moon it's just something that is good to kind of have in your repertoire and something that's good to just practice and focus on something else I also like to listen to music you can dance learn a new tiktok dance I've kind of been doing that I know kind of embarrassing but you know there's not much to do when we're sitting in quarantine and if you're feeling down like it's the easiest way to make yourself get up move around and just feel a little bit better get down to some tunes, practice some dances, do your own dances, listen to your favorite music and dance. I mean, come on, what's better than that? You can make your own food, you can start a new hobby, you can just straight up yell. Obviously, you don't want to be like screaming for bloody murder. Sometimes you just kind of need to let it out and express yourself however you feel best so that you can let go of whatever's putting that pressure on your shoulders so that way you can move past it or at least start to move past it and be able to accomplish your other goals or, or see the time that you're living in through a more positive light. And I just think it's really important that we don't lose that side of ourselves because it's really easy to kind of sit there and feel however you're feeling or watch other people do other things and get consumed with that and not really focus on what you would like to do maybe you don't know what that is but you don't give yourself the time to really figure that out or discover new things about yourself that you may like or to try something and fail and start something over again you know you can kind of get yourself more into this bubble where you're kind of afraid to do anything else and you don't want to do anything different than what you initially planned or what's working out for you right now and so I think it's just definitely important to remember your roots remember what you actually like to do and even just like those small little things you don't have to be great at it but you just need to do it if it's something that makes you happy. My next tip is to shift your focus. And so this kind of relates to the previous tips I mentioned. It can help shift your focus whether you're paying attention to something else other than how you feel all the time. Sometimes you can become really overconsumed by how you feel. And while it's important to recognize how you feel, at some point you do have to get past that and move past that in order to start feeling better. So I always recommend, you know, taking that time to think about how you're feeling. And once you've thought about it, once you've cried, whatever it is that you need to do, you need to start looking at other things in your life. Something that inspires you makes you happy something that you want to work on and don't think of it as a negative thing like something that you don't have think of it as something that i want to strive to do this thing next if it's a person that really kind of like motivates you you want to be where they're at don't look at it like oh they have something that i want and i can't ever get that and oh i i don't like that or i don't like them never look at it that way look at it as something that you can aspire to be something in your own version you can figure out something that makes you just as motivated or allows you to get to a similar goal that they've accomplished 
I really think that shifting your focus is really important because all of this is kind of a mind game. Like obviously everyone's gonna have feelings where they feel down and some people are better at shifting their focus than other people, but it's really a skill that you need to learn how to develop, especially as you get older and you have more stress and more things in your life. And I just think that it's really easy to kind of dwell on the negative, dwell on what you don't have instead of focusing on the bright things and the better things. It really allows you to grow and it really allows you to like hone in on the things that you want to improve. Sometimes I want to try all these different new things and that's really great and sometimes I get overwhelmed by that and so I think that kind of happens to a lot of people especially when you're young and you want to try all these different things or you don't know exactly what quite sticks. I think it's really important as much as it is like I said in my previous tip to try all these different things. Once you've tried them all and you figure out a couple things that you like, try to narrow your focus and focus on those things and get really strong in those things because that'll make you happy too or at least bring you some joy because you're doing something that you really enjoy and you're growing your skills within those things so that way you'll be really strong at whatever you're trying to accomplish, whatever hobby you have, whatever job that you have, whatever your goals it is, if it's to work out more and to look fit, if it's to save up money to travel. If you focus on those things because you know either the end product will make you happy or the journey of going through it will make you happy, then that's going to help shift your focus and focus on something more beneficial and positive and keep you on that track because you have something that you're working towards. So my next tip is to give it time to rely on your faith if you are religious and to pray. And so I don't want to assume you might not be religious, you might not be spiritual, but if you are, I definitely think that that's something to focus on when you are kind of going through kind of a low season or you might be feeling depressed or something. Giving it time is definitely something that's really important because it's going to take time to do all the things that I mentioned. Nothing is going to like change overnight. I mean, it might for you and that's great, but if it doesn't, don't set the expectation that things have to change within a day, within a week unfortunately sometimes within a month. It's going to take you building up these habits and doing things over time that will allow you to move past the state that you're in, will allow you to actually see some results that you've been working on. Like nothing's going to automatically change even though you might want it to. You're going to have to put in the hard work, you're going to have to put in the dedication to say I want to change how I feel right now or I want to change my circumstances. But we also have to make sure that you know we find some joy and some peace within the transition and within the time that we're trying to build towards these new goals. And I also lump faith and prayer with this too because I think regardless if you're religious or spiritual that just taking some time either to pray or to think about the things that you want is really important. Sometimes our heads are just kind of rushing around all the time. We don't know how to like center ourselves and I think prayer or meditation is a really good time to kind of center yourself and remind yourself of what you really want or at least try to figure that out. And by saying that to God or the universe or yourself, you're going to recenter how you're feeling into something more positive and kind of build that faith and I don't mean necessarily religious faith just faith in yourself faith in the world faith in what you can do and it'll really kind of help you again shift that focus and learn to rely on yourself a little bit more and learn how to crawl yourself out of how you're feeling because you are able to depend on yourself and you're able to start manifesting the things that you want to see in your real life and kind of put the other negative thoughts or the sadness that you might feel in the background all right so my last tip is to not be afraid to ask for help and I know that kind of contradicts the last couple of things that I've been talking about, but you kind of need a mixture of both, especially if you're really feeling down and you're really feeling depressed. You can't just only rely on yourself because if that's how you're feeling, you know, unfortunately that's going to be really hard to come out of by yourself sometimes. So that's why I say that it's important to ask for help if you do really need it. And whether that's talking to a friend, like I mentioned earlier, or actually consulting for real help, 
um, whether that be like a licensed therapist or talking to your doctor. I think that's really important. There's other resources like BetterHelp and things like that. It's not sponsored or anything by the podcast and I haven't personally used it, but I have heard a lot of advertisement for it and positive feedback through other podcasts. And so I think it's really important that if you're really seeing that you're not able to kind of get out of this yourself or even with like your close friends or family, that it might be important to take the next step and talk it out to someone that's professionally trained in this manner and talk to somebody that you don't know. They might have a different perspective on something that you're going through and be able to help you throughout whatever transition or feelings that you're experiencing. And for some people, this might be a great place to start, especially if you've been dealing with this for a long period of time and you're just not able to come out of it or just feeling kind of down within yourself that you're not able to pull yourself out of it. It's okay to ask for outside help and maybe over time as you're able to get that help that you need, you'll be able to transition to some of the other tips and recommendations that I made like working out and having a self-care day and just expressing yourself through other methods that might be really beneficial and positive for you. Working through sad or seasonal depression can definitely be challenging, especially once the holiday seasons and fun festivities are over and even during them, and especially add it to the year that we've already had. Hopefully, as things are getting better with the pandemic, that we can see the light at the end of the tunnel, and hopefully we can see that this will be a thing of the past relatively soon as we're entering into 2021. And I keep saying hopefully just because I don't know, we don't know, we can only hope for the best. This moment in time, we're all in the same boat as far as the pandemic it goes and different restrictions. I know that everyone's experiencing it in a different way, but I'm saying this to say that you are not alone and even if you are feeling down, hopefully you're able to find some of these tips helpful. This year has definitely been already hard enough, but we have to make a choice every day to decide how we're going to feel and with these tools, I hope that you're able to better manage those feelings. Some days are just going to be rough and that's okay, but we have to know how to shake off those feelings because good days always come. Sometimes you have to work a little harder for them, but that's okay because that just makes them a little bit sweeter, right? As usual, these were just my tips. So if you have any tips and tricks that you like to use that you've seen that actually really help you, feel free to email me or leave a comment on the Millennial State of Mind podcast Instagram. I'll have the links to everything below. I'd love to hear from you. Well, that's it for this week's episode. Happy holidays if you're still celebrating and happy new year if I don't talk to you before then. Thanks my lovely new podcast friends for listening to me and today's pod. I hope you enjoyed and if you did, please let me know by leaving a comment or rating and subscribing to the Millennial State of Mind podcast. If you'd like to stay up to date on all podcast news, follow the podcast's Instagram at millennialsompodcast. Thanks for listening. Peace and love, Sierra.